Hello, faithful listeners. This is Pastor John Clowder from Faith Lutheran Church here in Forest Lake, and we are so glad that you are listening online to our online podcast. Welcome you to worship anytime on Sundays at 9 a.m. or 10.30, and thanks for being here. Thanks for participating in worship with us as we look forward to the week ahead. A reading from Romans. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, that has been given to us. A gospel reading from the 16th chapter of John. Glory to you, O Lord. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you, my friends in Christ. And I know what you are thinking. Isn't Pastor John gone? Ow! Well, yeah, I am. I'm actually in South Carolina right now while you're watching this. Uh, I'm down there for for basic training, for chaplain basic training. But as I was thinking ahead and planning ahead, I thought, wouldn't it be appropriate for me to be able to share a message with you on this Memorial Weekend? So we planned ahead. We recorded this before I left and took the time to start thinking through how, how this Memorial Weekend is something that leads to my calling as I am now uh, serving down in, in South Carolina and learning what it means to become a chaplain. And so I wanted to share with how God has been stirring that up and stirring that call up in my life over the last couple of years. But it's also Holy Trinity Sunday. And so we think about how this is the week after Pentecost— We heard the message last week about, you know, the Holy Spirit comes to Jerusalem and everyone then gets spread out after they've heard this good news and that they're going out into the world. They're baptized and they proclaim this good news to the world. And God truly is in every corner of the world. Yet throughout time, there's this need for us to proclaim the good news of peace to the oppressed and this word of hope to the hopeless. This is our calling to this day. This is our calling as Christians This is my calling as a pastor, and it most certainly is my calling as now a chaplain in the National Guard, which I do complementing my work here at Faith Lutheran and my call here at Faith Lutheran. So I'm going to share a little bit about where that call, this new call, has kind of come from, this long, slow whisper that has happened over the years. And it's interesting because as I had to, you know, as I started seminary, you have these 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 tasks of expressing your call. How did you feel called into the ministry? Where have people affirmed you? Where have people suggested, hey, you you should become a pastor? So I've done some of that work in my life. And so it's not that dissimilar to think about where some of those voices have come in my life to become a chaplain, as as I've thought about this over the years, and, and being able to serve 
in the National Guard. And I remember as a kid growing up, uh, my next-door neighbor strongly encouraged me to join the Air Guard. As, as I was looking for options and thinking about what I was going to do after high school, he suggested I take a look at that. And even though it wasn't fruitful and I never ended up going, and going forward and doing that, I do remember him being a, a great advocate for it. And that really led me to start thinking through, hey, this, this could be something that would be an open... Uh, a truly important way for me to serve. You know, at that time, I never wanted to be a pastor. I was pretty adamant about that. Like, uh, God, use me. Help me serve the world in any way that you could possibly think of. As long as it's not a pastor, I will do it, God. And so at, at that point in my life, this was one of the things that crossed my mind was, is this what you're calling me to do? Well, and I remember then also an assignment when I was in high school where in my American Studies class, the, the teachers in that class had us talk to somebody who had lived through World War II. And so I talked to the retired pastor at my church, and he explained what it was like with the rationings and, and what that was like to be, uh, to be an American in World War II. And now how his calling ended up leading him to become a chaplain. And he ended up being a chaplain and serving in Korea. And so hearing his stories had really kind of planted the seed long before I'd thought about becoming a pastor, that this old retired pastor from my church had also been a chaplain in the, in the military. And so hearing his stories about what that was like, what it was like to be able to, to be serving the country in that way, was something that really kind of jumped out as me, at me at that time. And, I, and it, that also made quite an impression on me as I was growing up. Then you fast forward, and, and I've, of course, been a Peace Corps volunteer. One way that I've been able to serve the world is by serving abroad, and, and Taryn and I were able to do that together. We were able to serve in Uzbekistan, and knowing what it was like to be able to serve in that type of an environment where we were, I was teaching and she was as, uh, helping with, with um, a health clinic and being able to help uh, provide that level of relationship and, and being able to, to share in our gifts in that way. And so in have, having this open sense of where God is taking us and leading us is something that has truly been uh, leading me throughout my life. And so I got to seminary. And one of the things about seminary is, you know, you spend all this time of learning the, the ins and outs of the Bible, the ins and outs of what it means to be a pastor, the ins and outs of just all this stuff. But there's one requirement that they have you do in seminary called CPE, clinic, uh, Clinical Pastoral Education, where you actually are told you've got to be a chaplain somewhere. You have to actually go to a hospital or you've got to go somewhere and spend some time just doing that work alongside, and typically it's, it's alongside folks uh, where you're, you're experiencing death or you're experiencing people who are there uh, in, in trauma or things like that. And so I remember my very first interview was with the VA hospital. And I, I was like, for some reason, this call just kind of was persistent in my life. I was like, I really feel like I've been called to like do my, my CPE, my, my pastoral care at the VA hospital. And I had a great interview with the, with the person who would have been leading the group. And I was all on board and ready to go. And she gives me a call like a week before this uh, semester was supposed to start. And she's like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I just don't have enough students to be able to go forward with a group. And so I wasn't able to do it. And I had to quick pivot. You you remember that word, right? I had to make a quick pivot. And I found a different site to be able to do my uh, pastoral, uh, my CPE. But there was something about that, something about being at the VA. And when I went down there for that interview and I walked through there and, and and this would be a place that I would eventually go as I became a pastor. There, this was a place I would go on internship and in my first call, and especially here, when 
When we have members who have treatment or they have uh, care that they need to, to receive, that they'll go to the VA and I'll go and I'll visit them and I'll be able to walk through those halls and walk alongside and, and see all of the, the veterans who have served uh, throughout our, our, you know, our history. And so, so this was something that was very impactful on me. And this, this calling was kind of persistent. And I feel like one of the things that really stuck out at me when I came here to Faith Lutheran was how frequently, when we would have funerals, how many times there would be military honors. Or how on Veterans Day, when we'd ask you to stand up if you've served in the military, how many folks in our congregation stand up and say, yeah, I have served? How many families would be able to stand up and say, yeah, we've served alongside a loved one who has been in the military? And those values of of true service and being able to do it uh, in that way has something that was an impact on me. I think one of the things about doing military honors, when, you, when we go outside, and we can do that here in the prayer garden, here at Faith Lutheran, outside by the columbarium, or when I go down to Fort Snelling, and we have the honor guard, and they, they come and they, they shoot the rifles, and the, the chaplain goes and picks up the three sh- uh, shells, and then with the American flag, hands this over typically to a widow or the, the oldest um, uh, child of someone who has, di- of someone who has died, and they hand this over to this person, and it's a very powerful moment. If you've been part of this or if you've been around someone who's, who's done this, it's very emotional. And, and the words that the chaplain says are this, On behalf of the President of the United States of America, the United States Army, and a grateful nation, please accept this flag as a symbol of our appreciation for your loved one's honorable and faithful service. You see, folks, there are many ways to serve, and and serving in the military is one way that we serve. There's different rituals and traditions for all of the things that we do in our lives. One of the things that I'm quickly learning as I've become a chaplain in the military is is just some of the different rituals and and how we walk alongside people who have served and how we are able to affirm ways that they are doing things that, that can truly make an impact and make a difference in people's lives. When this church started considering the tiny houses and thinking about, well, if we're going to do this, who really in our community would we want this to benefit? We started talking about veterans. And that's when some of this stuff really started to click for me. It was, if I want to be able to walk alongside some veterans, I'd like to get further training. I'd like to know what it's like to be a chaplain, especially with a veteran. And so this, this is when I started me, reaching out and talked to the recruiter and started understanding, well, what's this going to entail? Can I still stay in my call? And actually, can I thrive in my call? And that was when I was really affirmed, like, I can still be this pastor here at Faith and know that on, on one Saturday a month and one Monday a month, I can be able to be a chaplain. And then there's going to be some training involved. And that's why I'm not here right now. That's why I'm, I'm doing this ahead of time. There's going to be some training that I would need to do. And one of, the, one of the next conversations that I had while talking to these recruiters was someone within my own family. It's my uncle. And my uncle is a recently retired colonel, and he was a chaplain in Wisconsin. And he was the one whose voice really rang true in, in this need for chaplains, especially from the ELCA, like what we are, what I am. Someone who can walk alongside unrestricted to walk alongside soldiers who might be LGBTQ, who might have needs that that other restricted uh, denominations wouldn't be able to provide that level of care and that level of support. And it really got me to think, wow, this might be what God is calling me to do, to say, look, God, is this this me? Is this what you are asking? So here I am, Lord, send me. 
just like we hear so often in the Bible, we know that this is something that each of us in our own lives, we feel these calls. I've talked to my uncle further, and, and Doug has been really helpful in, in le- letting me understand that my role as a chaplain is going to lead me to have conversations with men and women who might not have a church or a faith background. People who are maybe struggling and don't quite know how to put some words to what they're feeling. And that my role very well could just be the one who's going to walk alongside and listen and be able to help them understand what, what's going on in their lives in ways that they've perhaps not had before. I've met chaplains through this process from different denominations, and I've been so blown away with the level of depth of care and support and just how they've been able to, to really enter into it. Uh, one of my friends is a chaplain. He's, he's a Mormon, and I've been able to, to talk to him about his role and helping me understand, like, oftentimes uh, we think about our job as pastors is, is evangelism, and, and certainly that's what my role here at Faith Lutheran is, is evangelism. My role as a chaplain is to walk alongside people of many different faith backgrounds, to walk alongside them, support them, to walk along agno- agnostics and atheists and say, look, I'm here to just be able to be a spiritual presence in your life, to be able to walk alongside you. And he's been a great resource for me to think that through. We are called, aren't we? We're all called to walk alongside folks. And so I appreciate how you've continued to support me and my family and, and, and my calling here at Faith Lutheran and knowing that this is a complimentary ministry. I know that this is an, a really important time in our lives, true, truly, right, with this pandemic and how this has been something going on, but also what happened last year with George Floyd and the subsequent trial with Derek Chauvin and how the National Guard got called in in both of those circumstances. And think about all of the young men and women who got called who had to take a time out and and step into this and had to deal with a lot of that stuff directly, right? They had a lot of stuff that they're dealing with, trying to understand, you know, God, you know, what are you doing here? What's, what are you, you doing in my life? And needing someone like a chaplain, and not just me because I'm brand new to this, but some of the chaplains who've been able to walk alongside them and say, hey, helping them understand what this is all about, helping them have some of those really difficult conversations, helping them to, to understand that things aren't, all black and white, truly. To be able to have that honest reflection, to have some of those safe spaces for the struggle, just like we're doing here at Faith Lutheran, right? So I wonder what my role is in all of that. I wonder how God will continue to work through me and my gifts. And I'm excited for what God is up to. I'm excited that God has lifted this role up into my life. Because one of the most important things that I, as a, as a pastor, and I, as a chaplain, can turn to is hope. Just like in our Romans 5 reading for today. And hope doesn't put us to shame because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. No matter what we do, folks, wherever we are called, however God is stirring up our hearts, it's that hope in God's love that endures and leads forever. So what's God calling you to do? Where's God leading you? Where are you perhaps struggling right now? And who are the people that God has called who might be walking alongside you? And who are the people that you have been called to walk alongside with? We face many challenges, don't we? May this weekend continue to stir up in each of us this hope. Thank you, Faith Lutheran, for all that you do, for all of the ways that God has called you 
to serve. May the Lord walk beside you to comfort you, walk above you to watch over you, walk behind you to keep you safe, and walk before you to show you the way. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, that's it for this week's sermon. Thank you for joining us. Look for more information on faithfl.org or certainly reach out to the office if you would like to receive weekly email updates. Thank you.